the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we get ready to uh, roll through a Monday morning here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us. For the uh, first word in sports, as uh, we uh, we get ready to talk sports, uh, yeah, that one right there. There you go. We're good right there. All right, we uh, we welcome you into the program. Let's uh, go around the horn and check in. Ward White, how you doing this morning? Outstanding. And Ryan, how are you? Fantastic, Tom. How are you? Terrific, terrific. Glad to glad to have everyone all uh, all snugged in and ready to go for a Monday. It's a little cooler today. That it has been. It's not going to reach 80 degrees today for the first time in, in a week. But uh, we're excited. we got a lot of things to talk about. I mean, I'm not sure we have enough time to get to all the things. But uh, we're, we're going to do our very best. Uh, and, and we'll just dive in. What did we think about the Heisman? Let's just start right there. Did the you okay with, with how the Heisman went? Kind of thought that was the, was the way it was going to end up. How about you, Ryan? Um, excuse me. I, I I thought I thought Caleb Williams was going to win it just with the stats wise. I really wanted Max Duggan to win though, but I, I think I think Caleb Williams was he was the prohibitive favorite going in. I, but yeah, I'm I'm not surprised he won. You know, a lot of the guys when they uh, they vote early, and there's probably a lot of those ballots that were cast before Max Duggan played in the Big Twelve Championship game. Now it shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to do that. But they do receive those ballots early, and a lot of guys will vote long before some of those conference championship games are done. Well, that's not the season. It should be the the totality of the season, but it isn't sometimes. So, anyway, all right, Caleb Williams is the uh, is the Heisman Trophy winner. So there you go, uh, Ward. You were in uh, you were in Chicago for UMHB in North Central, the uh, semifinals of the Division Three championships, and. North Central comes away with the victory and uh, eliminates UMHB and ends their season. I watched a lot of the game. Uh, that was a heck of a good football team that UMHB ran into. Absolutely it was. North Central, and and they played like a good football team. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. They got off to a hot start, and, and UMHB you know closed the gap a little bit, but that block field goal and, and the pass interference to Brandon that Brandon Jordan had, there at the end of the second quarter and then the block field goal from Anthony Avilia kind of just swayed the swayed all the momentum back to North Central when UMHB had a little bit cooking uh if they could have got that touchdown and and tied the ball game up and then got the ball coming out of the locker room who knows I mean it may have been a, a different outcome but that certainly gave North Central all the momentum they needed and they rolled from there North Central went down and scored then they kicked off, mm-hmm. and the kick landed in a in an area where there wasn't a crew football player, mm-hmm. and they went and recovered it almost like as 
as if it was a pooch onside kick. Well, it was. It was a high outside onside, and and that's you know that's the idea of look. We're either going to force them to fair catch it or take a chance as if it'll hit the ground and try to recover it right there. And they were able to get the bounce and get the ball on the thirty-two yard line, and from there go back and score quickly and. All of a sudden, you look up and it's fourteen nothing. Yeah, I see. And and for me, the the pressure then is on you because you're chasing two scores. Mm-hmm. And, and they, I don't know. I don't know that they ever recovered from that. Maybe they did. I know that they kind of got relaxed and and got into the flow of the football game. And and King started playing really well. I mean, he was throwing some dimes. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they they just. I don't know. I don't know that they ever overcame that that start. Maybe they did. Well, it felt like they did. Um, but you're right. They chased the whole ball game after that. And then I think that pass interference uh, and the block field goal really, really hurt them. Mm-hmm. And and so they never really bounced back. They were shut out in the second half, and it was it was all North Central from there. I know it's disappointing, but mm-hmm. you're the defending national champions and your season ends in the semifinals. Uh, that's not too bad for a couple of years' worth of work. And, and, no. you know, Nothing to hang your head about. No, and, and I know that they're, they're incredibly disappointed that they're not going back to the Stag Bowl. But with that said, they're, they're still it still was a terrific season and the first under Coach Harmon. Absolutely. I mean, you look at that and you have to, you know, say, well – you know, it didn't end the way we wanted to, but it didn't end the way they wanted to for a lot of teams mm-hmm. in Division Three football. So uh, there's probably 202 teams that would trade places with UMHB in a heartbeat. Um, but, you know, you, you want to try to defend that national championship, but you ran into a good North Central team, and there's a lot to be proud of. And I think when you sit back and as a player and, and coaching staff, when you sit back and reflect on this after the steam wears off a little bit, you, you have a lot to be proud for. There you go. So that was the uh, that was UMHB on Saturday. We had that game for you over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Uh, Cowboys, did you get a chance to watch the Cowboys yesterday? I did. Whew. You know, they go down and they score relatively easy. And that may have been the worst thing that happened to them because all of a sudden the intensity kind of slid and it, it it just was not a good day. It well, was not, but at the end of the day, what's it say about your football team that you played poorly, but was still able to win the game? And I, that's the end of the, that's the bottom line. I think it says a lot about your football team on that last 90 yard drive that you have some intestinal fortitude mm-hmm. to go down and, and put it in the end zone and win the football game. Um, a big gut check for the Cowboys. And, and look, it's, it's Sunday afternoon and that's another NFL team and they're full of good players too. So. Just because they, you know, only have one win on the season doesn't mean that they're going to come out and lay down for you. Uh, you you've got to do things and do things right. And so, you know, for the Cowboys, they, they found a way to win. And that's that's the bottom line. I don't know. <laughs> man, oh, man, was Jalen Petrie, the former Baylor. He played well. Oh, did he play well. I mean, it went, it, he, it, you want to talk about getting there and getting there angry? Mm-hmm. He did just that. I mean, he he laid the leather to people when he got there. He played a terrific football game. You know, he had 12 tackles in the game. None of those were solos. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't need any help. He got there, and he laid the leather to people and uh, put them on their backside. And he just – he was terrific. He just didn't didn't have a whole lot of help. 
you know, <laughs> in that uh, Texas defense. Dallas just didn't play well. I mean, let's just be honest. They didn't play well. Dak didn't play well. Offensive line didn't perform at a high level. Uh, they just they just didn't play well. Defense wasn't wasn't as sharp as it needed to be. Yet when they had to, they got a stop, and then Dallas went on a ninety-eight yard drive mm-hmm. to win the football game. So at the end of the day, you know, if you get to where you want to go, you're this one you're not going to look back at. I mean, you just it was just. It was on the schedule. You played it. You won it. You move on. It went on the left side of the column, that's and that's exactly all that matters. Right. That's exactly right. Only thing you worry about now is what. It, how did you come out of there injury-wise because it looked like a mash unit at times. Yeah, they, they've, they've taken some hits, and you know now how do they respond from that? Uh, I think Jason Peters coming in and, and playing on the other side of the line was, was big in that last drive. It's the first time since he's played there since 2005 on that side of the line, so – you know, do they do they continue with that? I don't know. I mean, it, it's that's that's a huge loss to that offensive line, mm-hmm. and still being out is is gonna. I I don't I don't know what they do from here. Um, we I haven't heard I don't a, know. we haven't heard a report, an official report, have we? No, but, but it he, did not look good. No, he's done. I, I I feel like he's done the way that he exited the field and and the way that they were quiet. Uh, about it i mean the only comment they made is it's not good that usually entails that it's it's going to be it's going to be something that they have to really deal with now i i i don't know how they do that i don't know if jason peters has enough in the tank to to play an entire game on on that side of the ball i just don't so they're gonna have to do some moving around with that offensive line and we'll see how smith coming back benefits this team and boy they're gonna to have to get him ready to go mm-hmm. and you know he was in civvies yesterday so let's uh let's let's move the process along so we'll we'll see how that goes uh, a couple of final thoughts here to kind of set the table and then we'll tell you what's on the show for you today uh high school football we uh boy we had some terrific games over the weekend didn't we i mean there were some dandies uh, the Refurio game comes to mind. That came down to a final second field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just terrific games. And now the, it is set. The stage is set for AT&T. And we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that coming up a little later on in the program. I, and I know you were busy, but I was going back and forth watching the UMHB game, and I was also watching Army-Navy. If you don't, if you don't feel a lot of pride watching that Army-Navy game, something's wrong. I mean – I've I've come to the conclusion, and maybe it's because I'm an old dude, uh, but that's that's now my favorite football game of the year. Period. Paragraph. It, and I don't care if they're both zero and eleven. That's that has that is. I love the pageantry of that football game, and now that they're and I'm not a big fan of the alternate uniform thing. I've I never, am that game. I am in that game. I don't know if you saw the navy uniform, mm-hmm. but that was as cool a look. It, it, it was a tribute to NASA. And man, that headgear was something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was nice. Did you, you did you see it, Ryan? Yeah, it was beautiful. Like the all icy whites too. Loved it. It was, it was a cool looking uniform. It was a tremendous finish to a relatively boring game. Let's be honest. Who cares though? I mean, they went to double overtime, and you know, I don't know. I, I just. It was just fun to watch that game. I thought CBS did a great job. CBS treated it like it was a bowl game, uh, you know, and, and good for them. That's the way it should be. Uh, and 
I salute, no pun intended, to Army Navy. And I hope it stays in that window where it's the only game of the weekend, you know. And that's that's it. It's Army Navy, you know, the week, you know, the and the Heisman comes up later in the night. But it's the only game that weekend. And and it is showcased, it's spotlighted. And I just thought it was just a, it was a great day. Oh, it paid off. First overtime game in 123 years between yeah. those two teams. So I mean, you, you couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, I don't see them moving it off that. I think it's 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 a treat for everybody that loves college football to to have that game isolated by itself. And um, you know, Army gets gets a W. And I, it it you're right. It, it's it's such a neat neat time to, mm -hmm. to be able to just sit back and if you don't have a dog in the hunt I'm, it's just an enjoyable game to watch and i know that the game has bounced around a little bit but i would love to see it stay in philadelphia i would love for it to we're going to play this game in philadelphia and that's it's not moving here's where this is the home of this game here's where these two teams are going to play this is where these two teams belong and you know just continue to showcase the uh, these fine young men that uh, that play football and they you know let, let's be honest ninety nine point nine point nine percent of them play football for fun. Well, yeah, you, I mean they're they're going to get through playing football and and go defend us. Yes, absolutely. And, and <laughs> I don't know. I just I thought Saturday was so stinking fun. And and again, the uh, I'm not a big fan of alternate uniforms. Never have, never will. But man, oh man, the, those two uniforms. You, you never know. You you wait for it to come out. But that Navy uniform, when they came when they came to the line of scrimmage and you could see the side of the helmet, I was like, wow, this is something, man. This is really really cool. It, it was a uh, it was a great look. I don't know who designed them, but they did a tremendous job. That was a great look. It was a lot of fun. Tremendous game. And a lot of pageantry, just, just perfect. It was a great day. All right, uh, 713, we're 13 minutes after 7. Coming up on the program today, Jerry Hill from the uh, Baylor Bear Insider is going to join us. We'll talk some Baylor athletics at the bottom of the hour. Uh, also uh, coming up at, uh, at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock today, we're going to visit with Clint Dazell. He is the new head coach at East Texas A&M Commerce. So we'll, we'll visit with, with Clint uh, coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. He's a Robinson guy, played uh, high school football at Robinson, and now he is the new head football coach at uh, East Texas A&M Commerce, so we'll do that. And uh, that'll be coming up around 8 o'clock. 8.30, Terry Crawford, the head coach of the Abbott Panthers, will be here to discuss the uh, matchup uh, on uh, on Wednesday afternoon for, uh, for the state championship game. They've had a little time off to kind of heal. Let's see where they're at with their injuries. And uh, it'll, it'll be exciting for uh, Abbott to, to uh, line up and play for another state championship. That'll be coming your way at, uh, at 8.30. We do have, what do we got, three teams in the immediate area? And if you want to include Franklin, which is right on that. Oh, I think you have to. Uh, so that's four. We got four. We got Franklin. We got a, uh, uh, Abbott. We got China Spring. And we got Mart all going for a state title. And by the way, we'll have the Mart game right here. On ESPN Central Texas, 7 o'clock kick, 6.30 for the pregame right here. From booth number nine, by the way, Ward. All right. <laughs> All right. So there, I don't know. <laughs> booth nine, 7.15. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there, and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Say big during the Big Finish sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. Merry Christmas from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. Brian Reese here, general manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is New Bike Month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand-new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. All right, uh, 7.20, 20 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Cowboys and the Texans uh, yesterday afternoon. Were, were you surprised at all that the Cowboys played down to to the Texans, a 1-10 and 10, one ten and one football team. No, I mean that's that's kind of what the Cowboys do. They play up to their competition. They play down to their competition. That may be a recipe for disaster for the Cowboys going forward. I don't know, but uh, again, it's an NFL football team, and so if you're shocked that they they played the Cowboys close, a lot of teams probably are, um, and and maybe the talking heads are too. I don't know, but I'm not. I just. You, you ran into them in a day when things started falling their way, and you couldn't get out of your own way a couple of times, and, mm-hmm. and you let them hang around, and that's a dangerous team that you let hang around. What? We talk about it all the time, on no, no matter what level you're on. You let a bad team hang around and give them some confidence. They're a dangerous team. They, uh, they closed down the passing windows. I mean, there were, they were – it was, it was t- not just the coverage – but where the placement of the players were, I mean, there was just no direct cover. I mean, the angles to get the football in there it didn't appear anyway on television. And I, I just, you know, I thought maybe the Texans' plan was really good. And then their offensive plan, you know, using the two quarterbacks, doing some different things. A couple of times it bit them because, you know, the one, once or twice the quarterback turned the wrong way. Uh, but for the most part, the dual quarterback thing kind of worked for them. Gave them some... Uh, some other opportunities and gave them some looks that the Cowboys hadn't seen, obviously. And well, I, they'd seen it; they hadn't defended it very well. They've they've struggled with the running quarterback so far this year. They ran true option, which was mm-hmm. I'm like, for for a minute there he turned the wrong way, but for a minute there I thought they were running the Houston Cougar offense. You know, the little reverse out from the quarterback, the crate what they used to call the crazy option, where he'd reverse out and then come down the line of scrimmage. I thought, what well, are they doing that? But uh, it was it was it was it was a tough day to be a cowboy. I mean, it, it just was. And and at the end of the day, though, they they, they get a stop and they go ninety eight. Now remember, Dallas went for it on fourth down, and Houston got a stop. So mm-hmm. uh, they they traded those stops there. But the Cowboys go on a ninety eight yard drive, and they score, and they win the football game. After the game, our own Matt Mosley was down in the locker room, and. He had a chance to catch up with uh, Jerry Jones. Well, I know what they were doing defensively, and uh, uh, he was uh, seeing some things that they give their coaching staff credit, uh, but he was seeing some things that uh, a little different for us. But uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, all my mind is on, totally, is that 98-yard drive to win the game. Hello, Dak Prescott. I know I'm being cute or trying to be cute, mm. but uh, uh, really that's what I'm looking at. Completely that's what I'm looking at. I really wanted to see us come back 
uh, with as much pressure as we could uh, generate, which we managed to do that today. And to have him take the team down and uh, let's have the, the win uh, is meaningful to me in terms of being excited about what we got ahead of us. Do you think they may have taken him too lightly? What? The Texans. They're taking the Texans too lightly. Well, I think their record of only one win would make anybody take them lightly, but that's the um, that's the miscalculation. Shouldn't take them lightly. And uh, they've got outstanding football players. We know every one of them. And those quarterbacks today look like they were uh, Brett Favre, both of them. Right. And so uh, all of it, uh, they just, uh, I don't have to sh uh, point that out. Right. They gave us more than we wanted today, and we were fortunate to have that 98-yard drive. That took a lot of, um, uh, really, fortitude, I think. So there you go. That uh, was uh, Jerry Jones uh, down in the uh, down in the, the 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 tunnel, I guess, uh, right outside the locker room, visiting with yeah, the he media. He gathers right outside the locker room door yeah. after every game. So. It was, uh, it, I don't know, it was uh, interesting because they, Matt had asked him about the two interceptions. What, you know, what did you think of the two picks? And, you know, basically he, he shoved those off into the corner and talked about the 98-yard drive. If you're wondering, Dak was 24-39 uh, with one touchdown and two picks. So mm -hmm. that, was, that was the numbers yesterday. Wasn't exactly, wasn't, you know, pass rating of 70.9. Wasn't exactly setting the woods on fire. Uh, and he look. He, he there were some lanes that were blocked, and he couldn't get the throws in there. And then there were um, there were times where uh, where where he just he he just made bad throws. I mean, he he just made bad throws. So uh, there you go. Uh, what what did you uh, what did you think of the uh, of the overall production and performance of the football team? And again, I know we're we're, we're kind of dissecting this thing a little bit but at the end of the day they did win the game yeah i think that's the bottom line as we said you know you, you find a way to win it and you know keep yourself within striking distance of the eagles and that was your main objective going in uh sure you'd like to cruise to a win and, and win big but again that just that doesn't happen when you make mistakes that you make dak through the through the pick and look when he threw that one down on the goal line where his arm was hit there at the end of the game in the fourth quarter it 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 was a huge stand by that defense to be able to hold them out of the end zone mm -hmm. and and not let them score there and you know thanks to the quarterback turning the wrong way on the option that kind of helped them out a little bit you mean that wasn't the crazy option no no he turned <laughs> he opened up the wrong way and so did you see his eyes yeah he was like Oops. where's everybody <laughs> yeah and i don't think oops was the word he was using but yeah he, he was turned and he looked and there was nobody there mm -mm. That was, that, you could see it in his eyes he man. opened up the wrong way and so that gave them a chance to get that stop but uh, again you'll take them any way you can get them but i'm sure that you'll look back at this and, and break the film down today and go okay we we escaped one here we have got to play better uh, if we want to get to where we want to get. And look, Mike McCarthy talked about it all week long. Got to be ready to play these guys. He's a professional foot. You could talk all day long. No, you can. And it just some day, there's just some days. I mean, there's 17 on the schedule. They're one ten and one. He could have preached for a month, and that was the result you were going to get from that team that particular day. It, it, it happens. It, it does. It absolutely happens. It absolutely does. But. 
the 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 positive of the whole thing is you were able to play poorly and still come away with a win. If you mm-hmm. lose that game with Philadelphia winning, you're you, out. You're done. You, you are playing to get the top wild card spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that you're going to win it anyway. I mean, you're you're down two with what four to play. You 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 got a lot well, of work. You still in need help. Distance. Yeah, you, yeah, but at, at three back, you're not. No. If they would have no. lost, they're done. Yes, there's there's no catching the Eagles. Yeah. So that's what that's that was the positive that came out of that. So Cowboys win. We'll talk more about it coming up a little later on the program. It is uh, seven twenty seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. I don't know if you were with us, but the um, the uh, Pi- the uh, Pioneer Boys they have made the move. They are now open at their brand new location. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. They've had the uh, the same ownership, same family. We're talking about the Emery's, Braden and John and all the entire Emory family. They've been serving Central Texas and now they uh, they invite you to check out their brand new location here in the uh, Central Texas area. It's at 203 South Loop 340. That's on Highway 6 right next to Busby's Feet. Brand new store and you're going to find the same great customer service and those same low prices but you're going to find a big stock and big selection. And, oh, man, it is a, it's a cool place. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including the uh, all those uh, do-it-yourself type products that you need, such as bolts and nuts and washers and all those type things. They also have a great selection of rebar and accessories. And, of course, uh, they offer the best in custom metal buildings. From metal buildings that fit your needs to full residential and commercial options they uh they can also help you with advice on constructing those bar dominiums including the fi- uh, finding the best contractor for your project they've still got the great location down in Bryan, and now they are open at 2003 south loop 340 don't forget they do deliver and they unload and you can always check them out 24 7 at pioneerboys.com they're open monday through friday 7 30 till 5 saturday 8 until noon check them out today that's pioneer steel and pipe time now for the cowboy update and the cowboy update is brought to you by our friends at uh Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The Cowboys avoid a huge upset with a come-from-behind 27-23 win over the Texans. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. 
Trailing at home to the underdog Texans by three points with just over three minutes to play, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense drove 98 yards for the game-winning score, which came on a Zeke Elliott two-yard touchdown run. Dallas avoids the major upset, beating Houston 27-23. Tony Pollard scored twice, Brett Maher kicked two field goals, and the defense came up huge with a goal line stand in the fourth quarter. Demarcus Lawrence, the defensive leader, made one of the huge stops late in the game. We know uh, Houston was going to come out, they guns fire, but it's a testament to stand up through that fire and, you know, just get our jobs done, and um, that's what we was able to do tonight. Dallas improves to 10-3, and three, but is two games behind the Eagles in the division with four games to go. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A 98-yard touchdown drive in the game's final minutes allowed the Cowboys to avoid a major upset, beating the Texans 27-23. That keeps Dallas two games behind the Eagles in the NFC East as Philadelphia beat the Giants 48-22. Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach said he struggled with pneumonia during the season and was taken to a hospital yesterday. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett will handle the Bulldogs' bowl preparations until Leach recovers. China Spring and Mart will join Abbott in the state championship games in Arlington this week. Abbott and Mart play back-to-back on Wednesday beginning at 3 o'clock. China Spring has a 3 o'clock kickoff on Friday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. Monday morning, 734. Let's uh, welcome into the program, Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you this morning? Good morning, guys. How are y'all? I'm great. Are you refreshed and and, and ready to, to meet a new week? I don't I don't know the last time where I would not have had like an event on a whole weekend like that. That that was crazy, uh, but it was good. It was good to have a little little downtime and and uh you know some stuff done. Um Christmas I hear is coming up, so 
even got a little bit of that uh, shopping done. So yeah. Well, there you go. go. Did you did you yeah. get a chance to watch any of the Army Navy game? You know, I did not. And actually, that is, I know that it's like a huge event. Um, I remember Coach Rule talking about it even when he was here. You know, because a lot of times I think it was played up in that area. And uh, but yeah, I yeah I didn't get a chance to watch that Tom. I I don't I have the streaming stuff now, so I don't get a lot of it. I think it might have been on ESPN, so I I could I could have watched Army Navy. Right, it was actually CBS. Okay, see, I would. I don't have that. So uh, there, there's my excuse. <laughs> there you go. Uh, did uh, did the Heisman voters get it right? Um, yeah, I. You know, and here's the thing. And I, I was a Heisman voter for a long time, and I, um, I tended to vote late. Um, and that was even when we were mailing it in. Um, so, I wish people would wait and vote late um and now i guess they do it electronically so you know it it makes no sense to vote early now honestly and there was a year or two where i missed it because i i got it mailed in late but yeah i i don't know if 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 they had waited late maybe max duggan wins it um because caleb williams i don't think he would have won it on that last weekend so uh, but you know, Caleb Williams, I think, throughout the year was probably your best guy. Um, but Max was just such a good story. I mean, doesn't even start the season as the starter and, and winds up, uh, you know, leading them to 12 wins in, in the, you know, the big championship game and now the college football playoffs. I mean, there's not many better stories than that. Big 12 accolades passed out, and the Bears had some names on that list. Is it a, did they get it right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, Connor Galvin, I, you know, he did not have his best year. I think he probably would say that. He was offensive lineman of the year a year ago, and, and uh, he was second team on one, first team on the media, I believe. Um, Siaka Ika was <clears throat> first team on both of them. Um, you know, so, yeah, I think they probably did. I mean, there was probably some guys you feel like might have deserved a little more credit, but. I think for the most part, when you finish six and six, that's probably what you're going to get. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think it was fine. Jerry, interesting. Uh, Hugh Freeze, the new head coach at Auburn, is going to hire. Uh, at least the reports are that he's going to hire Philip yeah. Montgomery as his offensive coordinator, and Ron Roberts as his defensive coordinator. Okay, well, I didn't know the Ron Roberts part because the last thing I'd seen on Ron was that he was going to Arkansas. So that would that would uh, that would be interesting to have both your coordinators as former Baylor coaches but uh yeah I I'd seen the deal on Philip Montgomery this morning and I I knew he would land on his feet um because he's a really good offensive coach I mean he was he was unbelievable when he was here so uh good for him to land on his feet like that basketball has some time off before they hit the court again next week and 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 an opportunity to kind of go into the holidays on a roll Mm-hmm. Yeah, women get uh, that uh, future Bears game on uh, <laughs> Thursday, I believe it is, 11 a.m. I know Tom will be there, you know, with his earplugs in. So uh, that one's always fun. They play Tennessee State that day. But then uh, the fun one will be Sunday when, uh, you know, when the women play Arizona and the men play Washington State in that Pac-12 coast-to-coast challenge. So that'll be fun. I believe Texas plays the earlier games so uh that'll be a that'll be a full day of basketball but those will be good tests for both the men and the women uh arizona strangely is coming off like a 20 something point loss 
to Kansas, which was unranked. They're nine and zero now, and I think Kansas will move up into the top twenty-five. But you know, Arizona was undefeated before that and got beat. I think it was like seventy-six fifty or something. So, um, be interesting to see how Arizona bounces back. But then, you know, like I said, the Baylor Baylor men will get uh, Washington State. So that'll be a fun a fun night at the American Airlines Center up in Dallas. It, it, it just. Curious what you think uh, Asia Blackwell's opportunity is to, to play maybe yeah. Sunday or, 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 you know, after they come back from the Christmas break. Yeah, it was kind of a, a veiled, I guess, yeah. tweet just saying soon. Um, I Honestly, I would think she, she might uh, wait until at least the Big 12 opener New Year's Eve. I believe that's against Iowa State. Um, uh, so I, I think she would probably wait till then, but – uh, you know, I'm sure if she can, if she, if there's any way she can, I'm sure she'd like to play in that that one Sunday against Arizona, just because it's such a high-profile game. But you know, even just the chance to get her back, because honestly, I mean, you know, for those of us that were there at that game, that was just a really scary moment. And you kind of thought maybe ACL or something, but um, obviously it wasn't to that extent. So you know, just getting her back, and then potentially Dre Edwards uh, with the semester over now. Um, there might be a chance to get her eligible and, and get her playing again. I mean, you add those two pieces um, to a team that just blew out UTA by 55 points. I think you've got uh, the makings of a pretty good team there. And, and that's where I was going. When, when you get yeah. when you get those pieces back in place, it yeah. just makes a good team even better. Yeah, because you know, obviously with Dre Edwards not eligible yet, or you know, not being able to play her yet, you've never had you know, your your core group in there yet. And, and even with Asia out, as long as she's been out, um, and that kind of coincided with Caitlin Bickle coming back. So you really have not had that whole group out there yet. So you'd like to put them, put them all out there and kind of see what you can do. But uh, I think in the, in the good part of that is you've seen some other players step up, uh, you know, while those players were out. Um, so that's, that's been really good to see. And then on the men's side, you know, on a on a game where Adam Flagler and L.J. Pryor were both out, you had uh, you know guys like uh, Dale Bonner and Langston Love step up. Uh, it was funny because I I had to look it up to see if that was right. But you know, those other two guys, I believe between them, had averaged a little over 32 points per game, and that's exactly how many points Langston Love and Dale Bonner scored in that game. And that was a good Tarleton team. You know, and to beat them like you did without. You know, really, well, your two leading scorers in that game. So that was good. Um, you know, Adams was just an illness, so he, he'll definitely be back. Uh, you know, LJ was tightness in his back. I don't think it's a serious injury, but, uh, you know, when you get both of those guys back again, you'll have your full lot, and you can kind of see what that team can do. Bears in the Armed Forces, forces excuse me, Bowl taking on – uh, the Air Force Academy. Any early ideas on this one yet, Jerry? Not a lot, Ward, because I haven't been out there at practice. Well, they have. I don't even think they have practiced yet. But uh, you know, I, just in looking at the matchup, um, you know, Air Force obviously runs the ball. Um, I think I said this maybe last week. I think it's a good matchup in the sense that, for the most part, that's been the defense's strength is stopping the run. Hadn't always been the case. Bijan Robinson really, you know, kind of hand, but Bijan did that to a lot of teams. But I think that is probably a better matchup for the Baylor defense than, you know, some 
you know, really high flying, uh, not to pun there, but um, offense <laughs> with passing and stuff. Well, I just saw, I heard that on the one of the promos, like they're facing the high flying Air Force, and I was like, wait a minute, that they're they run the ball like crazy. Oh, and then I was like, oh, wait, Air Force flying, okay. Um, so I put the two and two together, Tom. I did yeah, that all by yeah, myself. Man, I'm telling you, that was impressive. It really was. <laughs> No, I think that's a good matchup and a chance for the defense to kind of, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, kind of get back to its ways of stopping the run and, and see what the offense can do in terms of uh, Air Force has been very good on the defensive end. Now, they don't, they haven't faced a schedule like Baylor has, uh, but man, they have shut pretty much everybody down. So that'll be a test for the offense as well. You know, Air Force has done a great job stopping the run. Um, you know, they've given up some passing yards, but. I think they're ranked among the top, you know, five to ten teams nationally in terms of scoring defense and maybe even total defense. So, again, a good test for the offense. Uh, you know, see if uh, Blake Shapin and that group can bounce back uh, from the loss of Texas. That, that that could be a very exciting week, obviously with Christmas, and then you got the bowl game on the twenty second. Signing day is the twenty first. So, busy, busy week for for Baylor football. Absolutely, yeah. It's signing day coming up, and and they most of that class in place, and uh, you know, hoping to maybe add a couple of pieces. Hopefully, maybe some through the transfer portal that you might hold. So you might hold a couple of spots for that. You know, hopefully, you know, getting maybe a couple of players there, um, knowing that you might lose a couple too. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, like you said, that'll be a busy week for them. Uh, I believe they go up. Uh, Sunday to start bowl preparation in Fort Worth, you know, because that's such a long trip. You want to, you want to get up there and acclimate to Fort Worth, you know. So uh, they'll be there Sunday through uh, Wednesday, and then the game Thursday. So uh, it'll be fun. We like to say signing day on Wednesday, and and we're having a you know bowl presser that day. So hopefully we get uh, the recruiting news as well that day. You make an interesting point, and in. In how things are managed now, I mean, you got to kind of manage those scholarships because you will have players that will jump into the portal, and you will have opportunities to go grab a player or two out of the portal that may be able to help you. So it, it's it's kind of a new way of, of having to manage having to manage those scholarships. I, I don't know how they handle all that because it, it it would give me a headache just thinking about <laughs> in terms of you know. And I, I know you guys have talked about it, but basically you do have to re-recruit you guys every year. And that's it's not not the way you'd want to do it. Um, but, you know, coaches leave and stuff too, so I get it. But it's hard to think that, you know, you've got to re-recruit. Like, I have to think of it in terms of like basketball because basketball coaches have to do that all the time, particularly the one that, that will recruit NBA-type players. You've got some that go one and done just like Baylor had two this last year, well, that's that's something that basketball does every year. But football now is getting to that where it's not not just the NFL thing, but you know, players going wherever. So you really do have to re-recruit, and you have to, you know, I don't know who keeps the tabs on the uh, scholarships and the math and all that, but that's that's kind of a full-time job nowadays. How high is the priority to go find a quarterback in the transfer portal right now? Well, I guess, you know, with Kyron obviously going in the transfer portal, he did leave the open opening to come back. Um, yeah, with him there, I think you've got to maybe go get – you've got to probably go get a guy. 
Uh, obviously, you've got one coming in, and then you know Blake coming back. Uh, but you know, beyond that, you've got a couple of walk-ons there. So um, I think you've got to probably go get a guy. Uh, you know, unless you get another one in, in the recruiting cycle. But I think that I think probably the better bet um, is to get a you know maybe an experienced guy that that can come in here and compete for the job in the spring. So ideally, you'd have a guy that that could be here in January and, and compete in spring training. All right, Jerry. So, uh, what do you uh, what do you got coming up uh, on the insider? A little bit of basketball, particularly Sunday. Um, that'll be fun. Um, I'm actually. Uh, this is the weekend. This next weekend is when uh, my family and I, my my dad, um, we do our Christmas together. So I'll. That's. Not, I know that doesn't answer your question about the Baylor Bear Insider, but that is where I will be on Saturday doing Christmas with my folks and my. My kids are, will all be in, so that'll 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 be a fun time there. But yeah, just a lot of basketball this week, and then getting ready for the uh, bowl game. Look forward to seeing you in Fort Worth. Um, maybe I can buy you lunch on Wednesday or something. I don't know. That'd be great. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> just thought I'd pass that along. <laughs> you're, too, you're too good for. I'm good to you. There's no question. (laughs) Jerry, thanks. As always, we'll see you. Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism and uh, and, uh, the uh, editor of the Baylor Bear Insider. It's uh, 748. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We do have a couple of... uh, a couple of notes from our CNC Collision Center text line uh, from the 903. (laughs) I like this one. He says, uh, wait a minute. How are you guys surprised that a Jerry Jones Cowboy team is playing up or down to their competition? Uh, I I don't know that we were surprised, but uh, just I I think maybe a little disappointed that it happened. Uh, It's what they do, though. I mean, it's not a new MO for them. No. I was just for me. I was going okay. At some point, they're gonna they're gonna come to the realization. Hey, look, we better turn it. You know, we better click it up just one notch. I'm not saying hey, you got to go nascar with it but click it up one notch and go beat this team and they did but they waited till there was three minutes left in the game and they had to go 98 yards you know and and then they they played like you well thought you they know, were look, capable they, of playing the tampa two for the texans worked just like they wanted it to and you know they they didn't have a whole lot of window dressing with with lamb because it just doesn't do any good in the tampa two you don't move things around in the tampa two you just line up in it and say hey this is what we're going to do what are you going to do to us? And so, you know, that all that motion and stuff from Lamb that you've seen in previous weeks wouldn't have done them any good. And and they kind of had a game plan coming in. We're going to – 88's not going to beat us today. Mm-hmm. And they didn't let him beat them. And they, they've had – clearly they had athletic linebackers. And when that ball was going in the air, those dudes were elevating. Mm-hmm. You know, they were getting hands up in the passing lanes and, and deflecting balls. I mean, like – I mean, they did it all day. But – uh, that's when the game was on the line and the game was in the balance and they had to make some plays, they made them. And that's the bottom line. Now, we would be here with a different conversation if they'd have got beat yesterday. We would have been sitting here talking about now they're out. Now you got to get them motivated to play for that wild card, blah, blah, blah. That would have been the conversation. But it's not the conversation. End of the day. They won a game, and look, they're going to play 17. You're going to win some you're not supposed to, and you're probably going to lose one or two you're not supposed to. It's just that's sports. I mean, when you have such a long season, you think that Major League Baseball, NBA, all those leagues that have the really long seasons, that there's not games that they're 
they win that they're not really supposed to, didn't play well enough to win, but win, win anyway. And same, same thing. They, you lose a game, you play really well, and you go, how did we lose that? I mean, that's, that's just sports. But they found a way to win that one yesterday, and that's the bottom line. Another quick note, you know, we were talking about the Army-Navy game. And uh, this is from JR on our, on our uh, text line. JR says, I like the aerial shot of everyone on the field. No question. That was, that, was a, uh, that was a cool, I don't know if it was a blimp or what they were doing, but they had the aerial shot of, uh, of, of Philadelphia and of the stadium and of the, the teams. And, yeah, they, they, they would come back from commercials a lot of times with that shot. It was kind of a cool thing. All right, uh, 7.51. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear basketball all season long. Here on the home of the Bears. Following some time off for finals, the Bears back in action Sunday, December 18th in Dallas against Washington State. 8.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 9 p.m. tip-off, December 18th. This is the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. My house has a new replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now call universal windows direct today when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your Home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay. I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Hired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A 98-yard touchdown drive in the game's final minutes allowed the Cowboys to avoid a major upset, beating the Texans 27-23. That keeps Dallas two games behind the Eagles in the NFC East as Philadelphia beat the Giants 48-22. Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach said he struggled with pneumonia during the season and was taken to a hospital yesterday. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett will handle the Bulldogs' bowl preparations until Leach recovers. China Spring and Mart will join Abbott in the state championship games in Arlington this week. Abbott and Mart play back-to-back on Wednesday beginning at 3 o'clock. China Spring has a 3 o'clock kickoff on Friday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, 755. we got John Morse coming up in a couple of minutes with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. But right now, Ryan, let's go over the uh, the high school picks and let's kind of talk a little bit about the uh, high school matchups. So those are the games themselves. Mark took care of Burton. Uh, Crawford season ends at 14-1 over a really good Holly team. Um, Malakoff uh, is also out with their loss to Brock. China Spring moves on to the state championship with their win over Decatur. Franklin moves on after their win against Edna. Uh, Carthage took care of Glen Rose. A very exciting game, by the way. 42-35, the final there. Uh, Albany took care of New Home. Uh, Refurio beat Timpson on a last-second field goal. And then Bernie beat Tyler Chapel Hill. To, and they'll move on to take on China Spring this week as well. So the results, Aaron and Tom both went 8-2. and two. Ward went 6-4, and four, and I went 5-5. Five and five. So the overall standings, Aaron and I are tied at 119 and 31. Uh, Tom is in third, 111 and 39, and then Ward uh, is in fourth with 110, 110 and 40 on the year. Did you see what he did? Yeah, he 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 went five and five to tie Aaron. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make this week really exciting. They're in cahoots. Yeah, there's no question about it. All right, uh, we'll we'll talk more about the matchups. By the way, uh, the the Mark game, Mark's. Uh, going to be taking on they're 15 and 0 they're going to be taking on uh, Albany Albany's 13 and 2 one of those two losses was to Holly in who's playing for the division uh one double a championship mm-hmm. so it's not like they lost to the sisters of the poor uh they lost to a very good Holly team who uh, who defeated Crawford this week and also I believe it was Coleman that uh, gave them their other loss they lost back-to-back games in non-district mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they haven't lost since. So I mean, they, how about the District of Doom with two teams representing state championship capabilities? Uh, yeah, DeSoto and Duncanville, Duncanville both playing for a state championship. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, I tell you what, uh, it is a seven fifty eight. Let's go ahead and get to John Morris in today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. All quiet on the athletics front at Baylor with finals underway on the Baylor campus. But that puts the student in student-athlete first. Give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... 
Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. And we're celebrating this holiday season with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Hurry in. Find the Jeep that fits your family. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Wrap up some of the best deals of the year and drive home today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Corey Bolts, our guest on our most recent Sikkim podcast. Corey is the Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Success in the Baylor Athletic Department, talking about putting the student first this time of year for the Baylor student athletes. But we do. We, we trend towards academic achievement. We have student athletes that come here and care deeply about the sport that they play and are really good at the sport that they yeah. play. And oh, by the way, they also happen to excel in the classroom. And you'll see consistently leading our conference in graduate success rate or the GSR. And you'll see frequent marks around high GPAs. And now we're measuring personal best because mm-hmm. we feel like that's a better description of how our students are truly performing. But you'll see teams consistently having. of their student athletes hitting personal best numbers and personal best means that you have hit your highest GPA that you've had in your time here at Baylor. Mm -hmm. So we like that because it helps speak to our student athletes that may have started here at a 2.5 GPA and now they're at a 2.7 and now they're at a 3.0 or our student athletes that started at 3.2 and now they're at a 3.5 and now they're at a 3.7. So I, I think it shows a better picture of the progress yeah. And the successes that we're achieving academically. And you look at some of those numbers and it's it's astounding yeah. to see. Yeah. It is. And it, it it gives you that much more joy around why we're telling the story of what our students are doing. Yeah. It's, it's a gift to be able to be in the roles that we have and be with them on this on this journey as they're seeking to excel athletically as they're seeking to excel academically, as they're pouring into themselves personally through here information. And depending on where they are in their faith journey, as they pour into themselves spiritually, what other place can you go or could you be yeah. where all four of those things are part of your experience and are being intentionally positioned within your time here to allow you to grow and become your best self. So yeah. we're just we're just so blessed here. That's Corey Bolts, head of the Baylor Student Athlete Center for Excellence. The entire podcast available on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, and on the Baylor Athletic website. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. 
If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, along with Ward White and Ryan Fox. I'm Tom Barfield. Thanks for being with us for hour two of the program as we welcome in Texas A&M University Commerce Head Football Coach Clint Dazell. First of all, Coach, good morning. Thanks for your time. And how does that introduction sound to you? <laughs> it uh it happened fast man and good morning by the way thanks for having me on um it's been a whirlwind of a past uh probably four or five days for me uh just getting my mind back in the 11 man game of course i've been in it a little bit i've my cousin's dan campbell and uh he's let me you know come to some camps uh and, and get my mind the last several years with the saints and obviously now he's with the detroit lions coach being hired at this time of year have you had a chance to kind of look at your roster and understand where you need to go to try to fill in some some blanks and, and do those type of things? And, oh, by the way, fill in a coaching staff at the same time? <laughs> I'm still coming up for air, to be honest with you. No, we, uh, we've got a lot of work to do. I know a lot of my coaches uh, retain most of the defensive staff. Uh, they're, they're heavy in recruiting right now on the road. Uh, doing more on Zoom calls with those guys, uh, obviously face-to-face uh, with Kyle Williams, my defensive coordinator. Got a good young staff on that side, excited about uh, what they've done you know, this past uh, couple years. Uh, that was definitely a bright spot. And, and obviously, like you mentioned, I'm having to fill a few spots. I'll fill some spots on the offensive uh, side. That is kind of my forte. And um, I've got some, you know, some coaches in mind and you know, as far as the, the players, I know it's getting close to Christmas break and they're all, you know, looking forward to that month off. And, of course, we all did, you know, during that time period uh, just in going back and enjoying our family. So just corralling those guys and making sure they're going to, you know, be safe and do the right things during that break and, and come back hungry. Clint, when when you were growing up in, in Robinson, was, was football – the way you wanted to make your living, did you think, hey, this is how I want to do it? I mean, I want to play, and you did for 13 years in the arena league. I want to coach. I mean, has that always kind of been your your plan growing up in Robinson? To be honest with you, football was, I think, third <laughs> on my list as far as football went. Uh, my passion and love was basketball. Uh, I was pretty decent at that. I was a six-five, you know, kid in high school, but – I was about as skinny as a pencil, too, so didn't get a lot of looks there. Football was tough uh, as far as uh, that goes as well. You know, being a quarterback, heck, I didn't play quarterback until my senior year. I've got more offers playing being a kicker and a free safety than I did playing quarterback. But I uh, just wanted to do something actually different than my other my other brothers. I had two older brothers that uh, one played baseball at Mary Hart and Baylor and then went into University of Houston back when University Houston was really good. Uh, made the you know went to the World Series quite a bit. Another brother, I jumped at Baylor, so just kind of wanted to do something different, get away from home. So I thought, you know, everybody thinks they know everything when they're in high school, and uh, they want to get away from home. I can remember that first day, and was like, oh my goodness, this is different. I want to go back home, but you know, you stick it out. That's what you've been trained to do for years: is, is get out there and get your mind in the game, and uh, you know, make new friends and 
you know, that's what I'm doing here and another uh, opportunity and a great one at that. My old college, at, you know, when I was here, it was the last year at East Texas State, and now it's obviously Texas A&M Commerce. And 27 years ago, uh, a lot has happened since then. Coach, this offense, you're you're an offensive guy in this offense, pretty close to balance, although a little more pass-heavy than, than running. How much do you have to change in the offense? Is it going to be a completely different look, and, and how does that installation look? Well, it's going to be a process, to be honest with you. I, you know, yes, I've always – arena football, everybody knows arena football. Yeah, it's pass. But uh, we've always been really run-oriented as well because my, my running backs usually at the end of the year were at least top two in everything and led the league in touchdowns. So you know, we're going to preference running game. That's that's where we get to set the tone, um, and we get to play a lot of games off of that. So, And I'm not afraid to steal something. You know, I watched that uh, – Incarnate Word, Sacramento State game, and it looked like an arena football game. Fast-paced, and um, I have no problem in taking something and putting it in my uh, my arsenal if, if it's going to work and make our team better. I, I was going to ask, uh, playing in the arena league, coaching in the arena league, how has that or or will that benefit you in preparing your football team uh, at, uh, at Texas A&M Commerce? Well, I joke about it a lot, but it's really true. You know, I watch, you know, I watch so much football now, you know, on that NFL level, the college level, and I watch a lot of the plays they run. And those bunch packages where there's three guys right on top of each other and those stack packages, uh, to be honest with you, they stole most of that stuff from the Arena Football League. And I was uh, heading that, lead, you know, those plays and those formations a long time ago, basically 26 years ago. And uh, I watch it and I joke about it like, you know, they run them and they're successful, but they're not really running them right. So we we have a lot of adjustments and we, we attack things different in those formations, uh, you know, based on what the, what the defense gives us. And, you know, pretty much we can dictate what we want when we get those formations. They can only do so much. Uh, man-to-man, it's, it's tough to run those. You get picked a lot. So, yeah, I'm excited to get in there and dig deep and, uh, you know, t- mess with the minds of defensive coordinators. Coach, uh, offensive line, defensive line, where do you sit with that? And is that an emphasis that you've, you've got to improve at on both sides of the ball and, and control that line of scrimmage? Always. Uh, you know, everybody talks about the quarterback and skills, and that's, that, that's the, you know, that's the limelight spots. But if you don't have the bigs, the nasties on both sides of the ball, you won't be successful. We're very, very young on the offensive line. That's uh, been my kind of – push to my coaches that I've uh, retained and the ones I'm, you know, going to hire is we've got to go out and instantly get better. And you can now uh, for sure with JUCOs, the portal, um, and, and get some offensive linemen here to help us. They're hard to find. They all, the NFL has a hard time finding them. Every league you go to, it's it's hard to find those guys. Uh, defensive line, obviously, same thing. Yeah, we're, 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 we're not as bad off there as far as um, we've got some older guys uh, that'll still be with us, losing a couple good ones. Um, but we're okay there on that side, but obviously looking to get better. And uh, we'll bring some guys in that'll instantly come in and help us. Visiting with Clint Dozell, the uh, new head coach at Texas A&M Commerce. Coach, you played there. Uh, how does that benefit you? And is there a little extra, little extra pressure to perform as the head coach of your alma mater? Yeah, I transferred here from Cisco Junior College in the spring of 92. And, um, you know, there were back then that was the portal. 
<laughs> you go to the JUCOs and bring them in. And uh, they brought 17 of us, and we were instant contenders for, uh, you know, to, to go deep in the playoffs. Um, and we coaches did a great job with that. Coach Val was my, my coach there. And um, I graduated in, in 94 and, and jumped right in and had a cup of coffee in the, in the NFL. And obviously a career of 27 years since then of, of coaching and playing. And, yeah, there's pressure. Uh, you know, I went and did an interview in Dallas, you know, once the announcement of, of you know, me being the head coach. And that was so easy, you know, just sitting up there just talking about my life and where I've been since then. But then that afternoon I came back and I looked out and saw so many familiar faces in commerce and, it was more, you're exactly right. There was some pressure there. You know, I, I, I owe this school a lot. Um, you know, I, I have it wherever I'm at, I'm all in. And I haven't been around here. Man, the improvements they've made in this college. It's a beautiful campus now. And I owe this, uh, I owe commerce a lot. And I'm looking forward to uh, the opportunity. And, and we're going to be good. Uh, I've had a lot of success. You know, I've won over 100 games professionally. And I say, I, we, I always got to have a good staff and good players. You, you, you've got to have that. And all the accolades I've had is because I've had good people around me and I'm going to surround myself the same way. Well, Coach, uh, we, we just wanted to get you on and, and say congratulations. We're excited for you, and we wish you uh, we wish you all the best as you start your journey with uh, A&M Commerce. And, and congratulations, and, and thanks for your time this morning. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. I look forward to it. See you guys soon. Hey, anyway, I'm sure you got some some local people listening. Anybody you need to give a shout out to this morning? <laughs> oh, all my alumni, shoot! I mean, I've got so many. And my phone has been just blown up, and just I ain't had time to get out and reach back and just thank them all for you know the congratulations and that they're they they can't wait to get in and watch some games. So we're hoping we're going to pack that thing out with, uh, you know, a lot of old alumni, a lot of new alumni too, and, you know, hopefully be successful. There you go. Hey, Clint, thanks. We appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Have a great day. That's uh, Clint Dozell. He is the uh, new head coach at uh, Texas A&M Commerce. He is a uh, former Robinson Rocket and uh, kind of cool. Uh, Three-sport athlete yeah. at East Texas State at that time. Yeah, it was ET, East Texas at, at, at that time. But, yeah, uh, you know, great family. Uh, his Good stuff. Good stuff. That uh, that they went. You know what? Let's let's go pick a guy that's that's been around the arena league a little bit, not a lot of bit actually. And let's go get a guy that that knows Commerce Texas and and you know can can bring in some guys that on the staff uh, that have maybe a different perspective. And that's I think that's where they're headed. And it, it'll be interesting to see how that all uh, unfolds over the next couple of years. So. Good stuff there. All right. It is 8-13, 13 minutes after 8. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. You know what? It's Monday, man, and they are ready for you. We're talking about they being double R old-fashioned hamburgers. 18-10 herring. Look, you had the Heisman handed out. You had the Cowboy game yesterday. You've had all the high school games from over the weekend, so now we're ready for state championship week. Don't you know there's going to be some sports conversation going on at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers? And oh, by the way, they're going to be serving up some outstanding burgers. Well, it's the best burger in Waco. And you can you can make that order and have it ready to go. And man, it's going to be good stuff. They're at 1810 Herring. Check them out today. It's a, it's a burger that's cooked your way. I, I would tell you this. I had a I had a friend 
who was driving through town, I think yesterday, and called because they don't live here. They live out of town, but they've been to Double R, and they think it's the best burger that they've ever eaten. And though they were calling a check to see if they, by chance, would be open on a Sunday night. And I said, no, not on Sunday night. But that that's that's where they are. I mean, that's that's what people think of double R old fashioned hamburgers. They uh you know what? If you've if you've had a burger and and, and you're maybe looking for a little something different, how about a grilled chicken sandwich or a, a steak sandwich or a Philly cheese sandwich? You can get all of those at double R old fashioned hamburgers. But for me, and I told them this I think Thursday or Friday when I was in there, if I'm coming here, I'm coming for the burger. Period, paragraph, and, and you should too. They also, uh, man, you know what? They're going to have the fries, the curly fries, tots, and all that stuff, plus your favorite drinks. And, again, great conversation. It is Devil R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Here's their phone number, by the way, 753-1603, 753-1603. You got a big Christmas celebration coming up or a New Year's celebration, something like that? You want a catering? They can do it for you at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Recently on Game Time. To welcome in for the broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. This is a team that has its top-heavy stars like the, the Michael Parsons and the Trayvon Diggs on that, that defensive end of the football, but they've also got depth. I mean, Dorrance Armstrong has eight sacks this year. It's pretty impressive what they've been able to do to find guys like Armstrong and Tony Pollard and Jake Ferguson. It speaks to the depth and the talent level that they have across the board. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 17th, and Sunday, December 18th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. More than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. Saturday, December 17th from 9 to 5, and Sunday, December 18th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo. Expo Center. 
The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A 98-yard touchdown drive in the game's final minutes allowed the Cowboys to avoid a major upset, beating the Texans 27-23. That keeps Dallas two games behind the Eagles in the NFC East as Philadelphia beat the Giants 48-22. Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach said he struggled with pneumonia during the season and was taken to a hospital yesterday. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett will handle the Bulldogs' bowl preparations until Leach recovers. The football season has concluded for Mary Harden-Baylor. The crew was knocked out of the D3 semifinals by North Central College 49-14. China Spring and Mart will join Abbott in the state championship games in Arlington this week. Abbott and Mart play back-to-back on Wednesday beginning at 3 o'clock. China Spring has a 3 o'clock kickoff on Friday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. Eight twenty, twenty minutes after 8, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Stephanie is a little under the weather today, so... We're not going to learn about uh, ping pong throws or, or, you know, frisbee football or, or I don't know, what whatever. <laughs> We're waiting on the camel ride. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Still waiting on the camel ride. So there you go. Uh, let's see. So uh, she'll be back with us on, uh, I guess, tomorrow, when, you know, once uh, she recovers from that 24-hour bug. It's amazing how they all get sick on Monday, you know, coming mm-hmm. off the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel terrible. You know, well, yeah, it's Monday. You don't you don't. So anyway, uh, twenty after eight, eight twenty. This is game time. Thanks again to uh, Clint Dozell, the uh, new head coach at uh, Texas A and M Commerce, for joining us on the program. Good stuff. And um, we were just talking about his brother Steve Dozell. How how long has he been at Lorena? Thirty five years. Thirty one. Thirty one years. Wow. It's, that's some staying power. Now, yeah. I know that he coached baseball a long time, and now uh, as one of the baseball coaches, and now I think he's heading up the, the softball program. So, good step there. Uh, 821, 21 after 8, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. So, so Ward, the, the Cowboys get through a, a win over the Texans, and now they, now they got sunshine uh, on, the, on the horizons, and literally and figuratively, as they got Jacksonville – uh, coming up on Sunday. And I guess really the only big question is how healthy will this Cowboy team be when they take on Jacksonville? It's got to be the question of the day. Huh? Mm-hmm. And and we won't know until, you know, the injury report comes out and we find out who's who's capable of, of moving. They're banged up. But, look, it's that time of year. Who's not banged right. up? It's just how how banged up are you and are you going to be able to, to go? And look, going into that game – Cowboys really 
were relatively healthy. Yeah, but they started dropping in pregame. Yeah, Did I mean, you see that? They, they, they were one of the most healthy mm-hmm. teams in the league going into that game, other than really who was on IR. Everybody right. else was okay to go. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to have – have them all mount up at once is something you don't ever want to see. But, but they did yesterday. They did yesterday. And yeah. and now, you know, that's good football teams find a way to overcome that. So yeah. now, Cowboys, how good are you? Mm-hmm. And, and what's your depth look like? How are you going to align your that, football that's, team? That's the difference yeah. in, in teams being able to make a run in the playoffs and not be able to make a run in the playoffs. Do they have the depth to withstand bumps and bruises and and real injuries and so we're going to find out in a hurry if the cowboys have you know had have that depth to help them you know make that push for an nfc championship game i i don't know i have no idea how that's going to work for them right now the video and i don't know if you guys saw but jerron curse in pregame just goes down i mean he goes down and you're like "Uh uh-oh this is not good now he was able to to get back up and and uh, and he played and he played well yesterday. Uh, and then Trayvon Diggs had a thumb injury uh, of some kind. He kept shaking his thumb and, and ended up going to the locker room. I think right before halftime, only to come out and intercept a pass, run it about 175 <laughs> yards before going going out of bounds for a six yard return. <laughs> yeah, I mean he retreated about 35 and angled here, and I kept going go north, but uh, he. Somehow found a way to get through all that. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, y- y- you have the, the injury to steal. So we'll, we're, we'll see. And I'm like Ward. We'll, we'll, let's see what that injury report looks like uh, later today or, or, or tomorrow and see where they are. But uh, after the game, uh, uh, Tr- uh, Trayvon Diggs talked with uh, Matt Mosley and talked about the complimentary football that the Cowboys play. Uh, today, you know, it wasn't as our offense best, but, you know, they still fought through it. You know, we got each other's back, so even if it's not the offense best or even if it's not our best, you know, we know the offense is going to help us and we're going to help them. So we're a team at the end of the day. So, you know, I was never worried. I knew Dak was going to come and drive, down, drive the uh, ball down the field. He's going to go score. So I was never worried. He just had to get him an opportunity. So defense stepped up, gave him that stop. And yeah. they just did. Trayvon Diggs uh, was never worried. Uh, he was the only one, I think, that was never worried because I certainly was when, it, you know, there was you, – you knew that was their probably their last drop. I mean, it was like right. three minutes to go in the game or whatever it was, and they're 98 yards away. When he threw that pick, I said game over. I mean, all, all they all yeah. have to do is put it in the end zone, and, and Cowboys did not win in that game. Right. Somehow, the defense found a way to get it done, and I, and I, I still don't know how. When they intercepted that ball, you know, the, all the stat stuff comes up. The Texans had a 71% chance of winning the football game. Yeah, and, and Lovey Smith did the right thing. Look, if Oh, you, no, you're a one in th- you, you go for the touchdown every time if oh, you're yeah. that team. And, well, first of all, look, if he kicks, it's six, right? It's a six-point lead, and then you're kicking off and you're giving the Cowboys the football to 25. If you go for it, even if you don't get it, the Cowboys still got to go 98 yards. I, I'm telling you, pers- pers- and they still have to score, you know, uh, and I know that they could get down there and kick a field goal. I understand the Cowboys could have done that. But still, they had to move the football. And they hadn't exactly set the woods on fire moving the football. He made the exact correct decision. No, it, it, and it a, just field goal, a field goal does you no good in that situation. Not not a 1-10 team. No, you no, gotta, not 1-10. You You're there to win. You you got to go for it. And, and that's, the only, that's the only thing. Because a touchdown is going to beat you anyway. Right. And that was the only thing. Now, if – 
by going forward and not getting it, it did open the window, uh, open the door rather, for the Cowboys if they stalled that they could kick a field goal and go to overtime. But who cares if no, you're you, one you, and ten? Yeah, you don't care at that point. No, you, you're you're there to win the game, and they had an opportunity to to put. You know, they they could have finished it up right there, get it in the end zone, and they score a touchdown. It's, it's over. Ten and it's over. It's ten and it's over. Good night. And then we're sitting here talking about the Cowboys being out of the NFC East race with four games to play. Now they go 98 yards and win, mm-hmm. and they're still, you know, two down. They got a game with Philadelphia left, so there's still an opportunity. They're, they're in striking distance. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. If you, if you look, I mean, it, it kind of sets up for the Cowboys moving forward. I mean, schedule wise, the Cowboys have a much easier path. Oh, there's no doubt than Philadelphia, even though they beat the giants yesterday and just manhandled Who's the skidding giants. by the way. Yeah. Who's skidding. They've got the bears coming up. Then they've got Cowboys saints. And then they end the season with the giants again. You don't think the giants are going to be really gritting their teeth for that one. You're saying it may mean something for the, for the giants to get in. That's probably, you know, their last hope to get in. Yeah. You would think. And for the Cowboys, I mean, if if you just take care of business, you're going to be, you have the opportunity. I I think there's a game on there that Philadelphia could lose, other than the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and it may be next week against the Bears. I don't I don't know. I don't. It just depends on if if Fields can get loose and it give them a, a little bit of trouble with a running quarterback because they've struggled a little bit with a running quarterback as well. And when does Philadelphia have that game? When do they have that game where they just don't play well? Just because they don't play well. And, Not, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, I, I think there's They a, haven't there's really a, had one, have they? No. And there's a couple of opportunities yeah. on the schedule. I mean, the Saints are not a great football team, but you, you just never know what's going to come out with them because, you you know, you've got the Red Rider sitting there <laughs> and, and he could explode for a big game. So, I, I for the Cowboys, they've got – the Jaguars this week, which is another one, you can't play down to the level of the competition or you're going to get beat. Another noon kickoff, which Cowboys don't perform great at noon kickoffs, but, hey, that's because they're playing awful teams at noon kickoffs and they play down to that level. Then they've got the Eagles. Then they've got the Titans and, and, and Washington. They end two games on the road. They've only got one home game left for the Cowboys. So... If you're going to play up to the competition, you better play up to the competition and, and get ready. Um, because I, I think the Eagles are going to give you an opportunity. I, I think they stumble on one of those games. Now, you're going to have to take care of business and, and win your home game against the Eagles, and that's going to be a huge game. If, if you you know if you don't win that, well, lights out. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a two – if you lose, that's a two-game swing mm-hmm. because it gives them the tiebreaker and in it hands you another loss and it's done. You, you know, that's, you know, it, from my book, Dallas right now is in must win the rest of the way. I, I don't think there's any wiggle room down two and four to play. They got to win them all. And, and you're right. You got to find a place on that schedule that the Eagles stub their toe. It, what if it's Philadelphia? I mean, it's Chicago. Then, then you got them on a little skid coming into your place. Mm-hmm. Take care of business. Best case scenario is, is the Bears this give week. them fits this week and mm-hmm. then you you know, you catch them at the right time. Um, but I, I don't know. I think that's the one on their schedule that there's a chance the Bears could pull off the, the upset. 
There you go. All right, uh, 829. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Just got a quick note from Corey on our CNC Collision Center text line. He said Coach Dalzell out in Lorena retired last year. So uh, there you go. All right, uh, let's see what else. Uh, <laughs> let's see what this one is from our CNC Collision Center text line. Did Stephanie find out about camel steeplechasing? Well, no. She decided that she needed a three-day weekend. Sorry, Grumpy, uh, that she she didn't take care of that. Uh, 829, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears are going bowling for the 11th time in the past 13 seasons. Headed to Fort Worth to the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, December 22nd. It's a 6.30 kickoff as the Bears take on the high-flying Air Force Falcons with Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's Baylor and Air Force, December 22nd at the Armed Forces Bowl, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Okay. So what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. This holiday season, shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Save big during the Big Finish Sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values up to $6,250, plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Come see why Ram continues to win awards year after year. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can build the custom truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in, wrap up some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. 
98-yard touchdown drive in the game's final minutes allowed the Cowboys to avoid a major upset, beating the Texans 27-23. That keeps Dallas two games behind the Eagles in the NFC East as Philadelphia beat the Giants 48-22. Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach said he struggled with pneumonia during the season and was taken to a hospital yesterday. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett will handle the Bulldogs' bowl preparations until Leach recovers. The football season has concluded for Mary Harden-Baylor. The crew was knocked out of the D3 semifinals by North Central College 49-14. China Spring and Mart will join Abbott in the state championship games in Arlington this week. Abbott and Mart play back-to-back on Wednesday beginning at 3 o'clock. China Spring has a 3 o'clock kickoff on Friday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 834. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And it is championship week for Texas high school football at AT&T Stadium. Second game of the day is going to be the uh, Class 1A uh, Division I championship, I believe. It will be Westbrook and the uh, Abbott Panthers. And we're joined now by Abbott head coach Terry Crawford. Coach, uh, first of all, good morning and and congratulations. Not an easy feat. We all recognize that. And uh what what a what a great uh, what a great year for your football team. Yeah, no doubt. And you're right, it's not an easy feat. You know, I've been doing this a long time and this is the third time I've gotten there and uh it's not easy. You know, last year when we lost by two points in the semifinals, everybody kept saying, Oh, y'all are young, y'all get back, y'all are young, you know, no problem, you'll be back there. And it's that's easier said than done. So we've just been blessed and our kids committed and uh, found a way to get back. <clears throat> Coach, how much has this week off helped you or hindered you? I mean, I know it can help you heal, but trying to keep the horses in the barn sometimes is a hard thing. Yeah, you know, it's a little odd. I'll be honest with you. This is the first time we've done this because the last two times we played the game, uh, you know, we just had a seven days out and played in Abilene. But uh, it was a little unusual for coaches because we play on a Saturday night. So then you come in on, on Sunday and you're trying to prep and then Monday and and really Tuesday is like your normal Monday. And so, uh, but by about Tuesday when everything was in place and the game plan was in place, uh, everything was, was rolling along. So, uh, like you said, it's, it's good this time of the year, every kid's banged and bumped up and, uh, you know, so it gave us a chance to just get our legs under. So there's no doubt, you know, you'll see two teams out there that are fresh and that's what, what the way it ought to be. How did you handle the, the time off from, from the player perspective? Um, you know, we, we treated Monday like a Saturday. We always bring our kids in on Saturday morning and watch film play by play of, of the previous game. So on Monday, we just brought them in and we, brought, uh, we you know, we broke down the film. And then uh, Tuesday, we brought them in and, and it was like a Monday. Tuesday, we just, uh, we handled the scouting report and, and uh, went out and had practice. Um, then Friday, we, we went early, early in the morning so that Friday afternoon we could take a field trip and we took a field trip to AT&T, which I've, you know, been advised by some buddies of mine that have been in the game. That it's real important to get them in there before the day of the game. So that was a good good opportunity for us to go in there and just kind of get the feel of the stadium before we walked in on Wednesday. Coach, how important is it for you to just be yourself and, and get off to a good start? Oh, you know, we're not going to change anything, guys. There's nothing fancy about us. Um, you know, we've, we've had a recipe that's worked for us for a real long time. We, we believe in defense. Uh, we believe in running the football. And we believe in taking care of the football and taking it away from you when you have it. And so uh, we're not going to change anything. We're not putting on any anything new and fancy. Uh, 
the nice thing about it is, is you're going to have two two teams that are very similar. Westbrook's the same way. There is nothing fancy about Westbrook. We're both running teams. We like to run the football, which means uh, it's either going to be a really fast game or it's going to be a really slow game because we keep putting the ball in the end zone. So uh, uh, we're not going to change anything we've done. We are who we are, and that's what we're going to remain. You know, it's interesting uh, that you brought up the field trip to AT&T. I was going to ask you how do you handle that, you know, going into that big arena and all that. But you, you go on the field trip – First of all, great idea. Second of all, uh, what was what was the reaction of your young men when you walked in there for that tour? You know, when you first start out, I don't know if you've ever been on a tour, they start you out on the fourth deck and you're looking down the field. It really doesn't look too, too you know, uh, big. Or Then you end it with going down on the field. And we were lucky enough to be able to bring uh, a couple of footballs and our kids were able to just have, you know, be kids on the field. Uh, we we uh, when you get down on that field and you look up, it's it's impressive. Um, but you know, on the way out, as we were walking out, we had a couple of kids go. This was good, coach. Now we got all the pictures and everything out of the way, and all the starstruck stuff out of the way. And and now Wednesday we're ready to just come take care of business. For your team, is this a a game where you have to? be able to take the ball away? I mean, I know you have emphasis on being able to have that turnover factor in your favor, but do you feel like that that, that could be the turning point, steal some a couple of possessions from them, especially in the six-man game? Uh, absolutely. You know, turnovers are always key, but more importantly this week, I think it stops. You know, I think we got to get stops. They're a, they're a powerful running team. Uh, you know, Cedric Ware, their tailback, has is, is been there before, and uh, he's a he's a powerhouse. He, you know, he's a speedster. So we just got to get defensive stops. Um, and, you know, that's what Gillespie was in the in the semifinal game. Everybody looks up and says, "Well, we gave up 60 points. Defense must have been bad that night." No, we played a really good offense, and in this game, uh, it's geared towards advantage offense. And so, but look at the amount of stops that we did get against those guys. And I think it's another situation this. This week, where we just we got to have defensive stops, and and we we've got to take care of the ball, make sure we're not giving it to them. Talking to uh, Terry Crawford, the head coach of the Abbott Panthers, they play for the uh, state championship Wednesday afternoon. Terry, when when you look at Westbrook, when you start breaking down the film and and just analyzing their football team, do they remind you of anybody you've played this year? You know, they're a T team, and so we played Union Hill in the second round, and, and that's really what they, they wanted to do. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to take them out of their, their game plan and get them into uh, a little different set. And so there's a lot of similarities between uh, Westbrook and, and Union Hill. Um, I think Union Hill probably has a little bit better line. I mean, I'm sorry, Westbrook probably has a little better line. Uh, you know, I'm just super impressed with Coach Matlock and his staff, what they do. Um, they just they don't let people talk them into you got to run the spread and you got to be fancy and you got to do all this stuff they just play old school football and they line up and they try to win the line of scrimmage um, and defensively they rely on their athleticism and they're going to try to get in the backfield and get you stopped before you get going this journey began way back in august uh here it is uh, middle of december a lot of football played a lot of snaps a lot of practices uh is your team healthy are you ready to go you know, we, we, we're as healthy as you can be. Uh, you know, we, we lost the tailback uh, in the first round of the playoffs uh, in Riley Shustala. Um, and, and obviously, we'd love to have him back. You know, what people don't realize is he, he was a great cornerback for us, too. And so we, 
we miss him there. Uh, but, you know, we've had Mason Hale step in, and that's kind of what our program's about, just making sure you're ready for when your numbers call. And we knew Mason was going to be a, a great tailback. We saw things early in the year. It just so happened that, you know, Riley just nudged him out just a little bit. And now Mason's showing that, you know, he's he's uh, able to do the job. So other than that, we're, we're good. We, uh, uh, we're just the typical – uh, bodies are tired this time of the year. So, uh, but the, the extra three or four days really have helped our kids get their legs back on them. What about bringing up the the, the young men? Uh, you know, maybe some of those underclassmen and and those guys that don't play a lot, but uh, they're certainly a part of this thing, and they're going to get their they're going to get they're going to get a feel for what championship football is all about. Some of those kids that that don't play a lot of snaps. Um, no doubt, but what you got to you got to remember is that these kids have gotten four to five extra weeks of practice, and so anytime you can get four or five extra weeks of practice, uh, that's big. And you compound that with the fact that last year we went to the semifinals, so that's nine extra weeks that our sophomores have gotten to practice, and uh, that's huge for building the program. You know, it's one of the things you, you, we're not too far removed from. Uh, three years in a row of not making the playoffs. And when you start doing that, it gets hard, especially at our level when you're, you're playing minimal amount of JV games. It's hard to build uh, your kids uh, up, you know. And, and, and so uh, it's huge. It's huge from a standpoint of just practice time. And, uh, you know, now our kids are going to have the opportunity to play in this stadium. Uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna understand what Westbrook is going to understand when they come in that they've been there before and, and, and there's nothing to be intimidated about. Final thought for you, Terry, and I, I like to ask this question because I'm fascinated by it, but uh, we have Abbott, we have China Spring, we have Mart, uh, and if you want to get right down to it, we got Franklin. We, Central Texas year in and year out is, is just, it's, it's just terrific for high school football. Why? You know, yeah, it's, 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 you know, and if you look at it and you get down to it, it's, it's pretty impressive for all sports. You look up any time of the, the year, and we've got great representative, representation from Central Texas. And to answer your question, I really I really don't know why other than the fact that we've got a lot of great coaches in this area. You know, I, I put guys like uh, you just mentioned up against anybody in the state of Texas as far as quality of coaching staffs. And, uh, you know, we just uh, – the, the kids seem to uh, – it just seems to be a part of the – the tradition, you know, it's important. And I, I've said this before, and this is no knock, but, you know, you, you take like a, a Baylor University contest on the night of a, of a uh, you know, Texas high school or Central Texas high school big night, like a Tuesday or a Friday, and you're going to lose fans because there are so many people that are involved in Texas high school football and so many people involved in Central Texas football that it's just hard to compete with that. Terry, thanks. Uh, we wish you the very best. Congratulations on a phenomenal year. Wish you the best on Wednesday afternoon. and Look forward to, uh, to seeing you at AT&T, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all y'all do for Central Texas Sports. Have a great day. That is uh, Terry Crawford, the head coach of the Crawford uh, – of the Crawford – of the uh, Abbott Panthers. They've got, they've got a, a matchup with Westbrook, and that'll be coming up on uh, – on Wednesday afternoon, boy, and I, I tell you, it's going to be a great day Wednesday. You'll have the uh, Division Two championship, the Division One championship out of Class 1A, and then the uh, Division Two 2A championship.
Uh, and that'll be the game that we have for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. So look forward to Albany and Mart uh, on uh, on Wednesday night as well. So should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, 8.45. We're 15 now away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, glad to have you with us. And uh, let's uh, let's tell you a little bit about uh, Circle Drive. I-, I got a phone call. You know, right now we got – it's crazy. I mean, it's busy time. We're getting ready for the bowl game. Baylor in the Armed Forces Bowl. We're getting ready for all this high school football, uh, the championship week. And look, I, I just kind of lost track of time, kind of lost track of what I'm supposed to be doing. I was supposed to, at least I thought I was supposed to call in my 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 prescription refills at, at Circle Drug. Well, Thursday, I got a text message that says, your, your prescriptions are refilled. And I'm like, I didn't call that in. They've got me on a system now to where they do it without me contacting them. That's the kind of service that they provide for you at, at Circle Drug. I mean, it's unbelievable. I was like, are you kidding me? How outstanding is that? And I did. I got a notification by text that, uh, that my prescriptions were ready and ready to be picked up. Zipped by their Thursday afternoon. Thanked them like crazy for uh, for thinking of me instead of me thinking of me and uh, they took care of me and uh, it was it was awesome stuff circle drug is and that's just one of the great things that they'll do for you at 3211 robinson drive in fact i ran into doc everett in there and uh, had a great visit with him we just talked about this that and the other and Tried to solve the world's problems. That's, I mean, you know, uh, hey, and he can do it. Trust me. Uh, they're at 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number. If, if you need a prescription field, next time you're, you're at your doctor and he, and he or she says, where would you like this prescription field? Tell them Circle Drug. 662-0774. That's 662-0774. If you can't get by there, don't worry about it. They'll deliver it for free to your home or to your office. That's another great great tool that they have in place for you to take care of you and make this as simple a process as possible. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 2. It's Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action in the future Bears game December 15th in the Farrell Center against Tennessee State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off December 15th. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? 
then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at The Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 851. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And this uh, just breaking this morning, but uh, coming out of Austin, Texas, the number two ranked Texas Longhorn basketball team and head men's basketball coach Chris Beard. Well, coach Chris Beard was charged with third degree felony assault on a family member. Uh, according to uh, multiple reports, police arrested Beard at 418 this morning. Uh, this was confirmed by the Travis County Sheriff's Office website, which reported Beard was booked at uh, booked into jail Monday morning at 518. This morning at 518. In a statement sent out to reporters, the university said it was aware of the situation regarding Coach Beard, and we are continuing to gather information and monitoring this legal process uh, Beard allegedly at, uh, attempted to strangle someone at home, a, a neighborhood in in a neighborhood in Austin. It's unclear uh, whose home Beard was in uh, was at, it, and when the alleged strangulation occurred. So, uh, again, this is all coming together here at the at the last minute. But uh, suffice it to say that there's a there's a problem within the uh, Texas men's basketball program, and for Coach Chris Beard, charged with a third degree felony. For uh, what? What'd you say, Ward? The the official impeding breath circulation. Impeding breath circulation is is the charge. That's uh, again, you know what? Third degree felony. Yeah, put basketball to the side. Who cares? You know, you you got you got an issue here. You got a family issue here, and and this is uh, 
this is incredibly unfortunate uh, for Chris Beard and for his family and, you know, in, in what they're going through right now, the entire family, the entire family. Uh, so who cares about, and I know that they have to, you know, they have to in Austin and at the university, they have to, to, to move forward and figure things out and figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to proceed. But, you know, on the surface, basketball is really, they play rice today at 7 PM. Who cares? You know, I, I know they do. I know they do. And I know they got to figure something out. And they will. There's an associate head coach. There's an assistant head coach. There's somebody, and they're going to move on, and they're going to play, and they're going to play tonight, and they're going to do all that stuff. But man, there's it's it's a bigger it's a bigger thing than that, isn't it? I mean, when you start talking about you know, and again, this is this is an alleged. I mean, he hasn't been convicted of anything, but uh, just it's very unfortunate, very unfortunate for for the uh, for the Beard family all the way around. Uh, 8.54, we're six away from 9 o'clock. Well, that just kind of catches you off guard, doesn't it? When when you see something like that and when it comes down, you know, at, and you don't really have an opportunity to, to kind of absorb it and, and, and think of it, think it through. But, I, again, what I, I'm, I'm about is I'm about the family right now, him included, and, and his family. Uh, to heck with the basketball part of it. Uh, I, I'm about his family right now. And, and, you know, the entire family is in the difficulties that are going on there. Uh, all right. It is uh, 8.55. That is going to do it for us this morning. Uh, been a fun day. We've, uh, you know, we've covered a million things. We, we went, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. We, we pulled up some information about Aaron Judge. We were just kind of, just kind of kicking it around. Just kind of curious about Aaron Judge in postseason. And, you know, he's going to make, what would you say, Ward? He's going to make $40 million a 40 year? $40 million a year. Yeah, $40 million a year. We were kind of kicking around some of the numbers. I, and we've, we've been trying to talk about this for about a week, and it just hasn't happened. We'll, we're gonna, we'll try tomorrow. We'll try again tomorrow to get to it. But it is interesting to take a look at some of the uh, Aaron Judge numbers uh, as he uh, as he gets prepared to, uh, to ink a new deal that's going to pay him 40 million bucks for what nine seasons or something like that so $109,000 per day well that's what Ward Whites makes I mean 109 <laughs> a day you bet all right we're, uh, don't forget John Morris is at three Matt Mosley's at four we're back in the morning at seven have a good day